We do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. And bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, let's just go to Ephesians 6, verse 12. Ephesians 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. We are here to stand, folks. Let's bow our heads. Gracious Heavenly Father, we are very much thankful this morning for many things that you have done for us throughout the week. For protection against the visible and invisible attacks. We know that the enemy is a hard at work 24 7, 365 days. But I'm glad there is a God that does not sleep. When we are sleeping, you watch over us. And dear God, you protect us even before we know of the imminent danger. And Lord, that is why we want to say thank you for that. And this morning, I'm reminded of Brother Grace, the accident that he was involved in. Satan had his sinister plans, but God is gracious, and you preserved the life of our brother, and for that we want to thank you, dear God. I've read many times where Brother Branham spoke to people how the devil would want to send them to premature graves. But I'm glad there is a God that can prevent a premature grace. And dear God, this morning, your people are here. Some of them are very needy, dear God. 
very much in disparate conditions. They need your intervention, dear God. Lord, whenever things overwhelm us, I'm glad there is a God that has never been overwhelmed. Whenever things are beyond our comprehension, there is a God that understands. And dear God, that is why we have come to you because you are our place of refuge. Because when all fails, you are the very person that we can come to and present our matters to. There is nothing that the devil can do that you cannot reverse. You are the God that is able to restore. May this morning, may you restore lives. May this morning, may you restore health. May this morning restore everything that the devil may have stolen. And I certainly am sure that he stole something because he's a thief. But I'm glad we have come to a power zone where we can be powered by the almighty God. We are in an army that is unshakable. We are an army that is invincible. Satan stands no chance. Because today we've got the restored weight, dear God. We take every spirit under the control of the Holy Spirit without being apologetically so, dear God. Because we know who we are. May the Holy Spirit this morning have the preeminency. And may all demons that may be here, may they scatter. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bring everything under subjection. Because you say to whatever we bind here, you shall bind in heaven. At this point in time, under the authority of the word of God, I bind every spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ as I committed the reading of the word, dear God, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. While you take your seats, amen. <clears throat> Amen. God bless you for bracing a chilling weather to come to the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. It's in times like this when you need a determination to kick off the blankets and say, I was glad when they say, let us go to the house of the Lord. Amen. How many were tempted not to come? How many were not tempted? How many were tempted not to come to church? All right. Yes. Amen. Others, you were not. All right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, those that were tempted are the honest ones to acknowledge. Those that say we were not tempted are the brave ones. Amen. God bless you richly. Uh, there's a Zulu song. It says, No man lelene meva, but it is otandaza. Meaning that even the road may be very thorny, but uh, we will worship the Lord. Amen. Amen. During rainy season, and as well as during chilly season, despite the weather conditions, we will worship the Almighty God. Amen. God bless you, Brapala. Good to see you. Amen. Now, 
This morning, I want to speak on a demonic invention. A demonic invasion. That means when demons invade. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you say somebody invades, that means the they, they venture into your area uninvited. Hallelujah. And a lot of times, invasion is followed by wreaking havoc. Amen. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Some, or we've got two categories of people. There are those that do not take demons seriously altogether. Hallelujah. Amen. And there are those that take demons very seriously. Hallelujah. Uh, but nevertheless, we need to acknowledge that the demons are real. Amen. And there are others that do not want to hear about the demons. Amen. But I would imagine that if you are going to wrestle against a boxer while being a boxer, you want, you want the statistics of the boxer that you are going to wrestle against. The height, the weight, the diet, and so forth. Are we together? If you were to get into the boxing ring with a, a boxer that you have not profiled, are you going to get a, a knockout? Hallelujah. Or you may find that you are a lightweight, you are going to fight against a heavyweight. Uh, you're still with me. Now, from time to time, those that uh, are real soldiers, they know that uh, we are in the battle. It is a warfare that has been raging from heaven and was cast down upon humanity in the Garden of Eden has been raging throughout the ages and this is the last lap of that battle. Are we together? <clears throat> uh, I don't know how many have ever been attacked by demons in the building. How many have ever attacked, been attacked by demons? Amen. Uh, it looks like others are being attacked to acknowledge that I was attacked. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, we are going to zoom in on that. Now, <clears throat> Brother Brennan says, the devil is a scarecrow. Hallelujah. A dev the devil is a scarecrow. Scarecrow is when you have planted the field and you <clears throat> construct something that looks like a human structure, maybe with hands stretched and you even put a cap so that as the birds fly over the field, they look at that structure, which is a scarecrow, and they think that it's a human being 
then they avoid coming onto your field. Now, Brother Brim says the devil is a scarecrow. But I'm told an intelligent bird knows that when it sees a scarecrow, it is an advertisement that the field is ripe. Because scarecrows are not put where there is nothing available there. So whenever you see the devil becoming a scarecrow, that means beyond him there lies your redemptive blessings. So that means when you see the devil, you don't run. As a believer, you fight against the devil. Are you still with me? Now, Brother Brenham says in this message, and then we are going to look into a, a, a demon... Firstly, Brother Bram says a demon without a body is harmless. He says an, a disembodied demon is harmless. That is why when he cast out that demon, demons in that manic of Gadara, they said, don't just cast us out. There are the pigs. Let us enter into the pigs because a demon without a body is harmless. Are you still with me? And the, people, what, the reason I want to speak about demons is not to instill a sense of fear in you. We fear no devil. We fear no demon. We fear nothing. Are you here, believers? We absolutely fear no devil. The reason we speak about demons, it is just to conscientize you that wherever you are, there is another world that can launch a spiritual attack on your life. But furthermore, there is another world that can bring a counterattack against the world that would want to destroy you. Are you still with me? Now, Brother Brenham says in this message, demonology... Uh, paragraph 16. He says, the first thing, what a demon is, you hear so many people talking about a demon. And it comes from, it says in the English, it's called a tormentor. So that means a demon is something that torments you. There are demons that torment the body. There are demons that torment the spirit. There are demons that torment the soul. But the word of God is, has got a remedy for every demonic activity, especially in the end time. Do you believe that, folks? Do you believe that the word of God has got a remedy? Now, Brother Branham says in the message, Demonology, paragraph 19, he says, now all sickness, we have to find first that all sickness came from the devil. Hallelujah. God is not the author of sickness. All sicknesses come from the devil. No sickness comes from God. Are you still, are you still with me? 
And what do we do about something that comes from the devil? We reject it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Bram in the message, the greatest battle ever fought. He says, Satan's army bring, brings diseases. God's army is commissioned to cast them out. Are you, are you here? What the devil brings, you have been commissioned to cast it out. Are you still with me? Now, maybe, brothers, if you can just bring a diagram so that we can have a pictorial view of what we are talking about. All right. I think we once had this diagram in one of the midweek services. And I just want to continue where we left it the other time. Now, Brother Brenham says, we have, or maybe let me read you this quotation so that you understand what we are talking about. He says now, in the message, he glorified Jesus Paragraph 49. He says, here is a line like this. He's referring to, to this line. Referring to this line. He says, here is a line like this. And here is, here there's all mortals. That means all of us here as mortals, we are in this realm. Are you still with me? Now it says, this side, or on this side or the other side, men are influenced by either side. So that means if you are here, you are influenced by either side, meaning either the heavenly side or the hellish side. Are you with me? Now it says, Let's just take, take it a great conglomeration of blackness, gaiety, and sin and divisiveness of this world. Every once in a while you'll see a little white spot. They say this place, there is a conglomeration of darkness. This is gloomy here. And it says, but from time to time, you'll see little white spot. It says that's Christians. Are you with me? Especially in our time of Laodicea, it is gross darkness upon the face of the earth. But the prophets say, from time to time, there are white little spots. Those are Christians. What does it mean? Brighten the corner where you are. You're, uh, you're the only hope that some of unbelievers have to taste of the heavenly atmosphere. Are you with me? Now it says, now those that are in darkness are influenced from beneath. So that means when you are here, those that are in darkness are influenced from beneath. And those that are white little spots are influenced from above. Those that are lights are influenced from above. 
then when you leave either of this channel, you go into the realm of the spirit. This is the mortal realm, the dimension that we are living in. So we are living in a multi-dimensional world. Are you with me? Right now, as, as you are looking at me and I'm looking at you, it is not the beginning and the end of it. There is a furthermore a spirit world. Are you with me? And there are times, especially in a service environment, that is why a believer has got to go come to church prayed up. How many know that a lot of times people came into Brother Branham's meetings and they had no demon, but they left with demons? Because why? When a demon was cast out of a certain individual, it went to dwell in another individual. So that means as a believer, you cannot afford to slumber. You've got to be vigilant at all times. That is why the Bible says we are not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we are wrestling against the principalities, against the rulers of darkness. As I'm preaching right now, demons have come this way. As I'm preaching right now, angels have come this way. There is a war that is raging in the supernatural realm. Hallelujah. But I've decided to take sides with Jesus. I've decided to take sides with Michael. I'll never take sides with Lucifer. And folks, when you take sides with Michael, you will never be defeated. Hallelujah. The people that know their God shall do exploits. And in the last day, Michael shall stand for his people. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, he continues, Brother Brennan says in this message, God perfecting his church, paragraph 52, he says, when you are going out of this line, this straight line, here is where all the mortals live, a whole conglomeration of blackness and darkness, and there is little light, place now and then, that's Christians, born of light. You are a light that is set on a hill, a candle that is set in the room and gives light to all the room. That's what a Christian is among darkness. You are supposed to shine where it's dark. Hallelujah. Why are you in Whitbank? Why are you in Pretoria? Why are you in South Africa? It's because God wanted you to shine, to bring light in a dark environment. And it says now there is a trinity of hell. He's referring to where it is there. He says, when you go down, it is the region of the lost. And when you go further down, it's a demonic realm. When you go down, it is the throne of the devil. When you go up, it is the region of the blessed. When you further go up, it's an angelic realm. When you further go up, it is the throne of God. And all these are now experiencing or coming into a conflict in a mortal realm. This is to build. This is to destroy. This is to make you sick. This is to heal you. Hallelujah. This is to take you to heaven. This is to take you to hell. But you as a mortal here, you've got to make a decision. There are decisions that you make that are influenced by heaven. There are decisions that you make that are influenced by hell. 
But the beauty about it, when you take God at his way, it does not matter what the devil does through this channel. You are going to suppress any demonic activity. Are you still with me? Folks, I've said it many a times. A Christian can never be bewitched. I'll repeat that many a time. A Christian can never be bewitched. You can stay in a village that is witchcraft infested. You are not going to be bewitched. Why? Because you are unreachable. For a witch to reach you, they must be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They must receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. By the time they are done, they are no longer a witch. Hallelujah. I think this deserves a round of applause. We are unreachable. I want you to stay with me. You are unreachable. A witch will just see you and desire you, but will never reach you. Hallelujah. Do you know that wherever you are, there is a pillar of fire? Do you know that in our houses, when we are sleeping, there is a pillar of fire hanging over every household where they follow the message of the hour? We're not just hanging the pillar of fire on the wall. There is a supernatural pillar of fire that is hanging over every household. I'm not afraid of Satan. I'm not afraid of witches. I'm not afraid of demons. Why? I've taken sides with Jesus. Hallelujah. And this morning, no demon will assume supremacy over the church of the living God. I know in the end time, believers are afraid. Believers are afraid. They are crippled by fear. Hallelujah. When you die, is your time to die. Hallelujah. As much as it was your time to be born, there shall come a time for you to die. You don't die because some wish God upset. You, t- you die because God has appointed a time. Have faith in God this morning. Be not shaken in any way. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, some witches, they thought you would have long died. And when they see you, hallelujah, amen, hallelujah. Have you ever walked among the witches that thought you would die? Oh, don't be jittery here. Some people think that witches is only for Africans. Even in England, there are witches. That's why there is witch in the dictionary. Don't look me in a funny way. There is a white witch, there is an Indian witch. Oh, hallelujah. There is an African witch. But all witches under the message of the hour, they are subject to the power of the message of the hour. France has got more witches than even Africa sometimes. Oh, yes. You thought somebody, if they speak French, they will never bewitch you. What is a witch in French? Eh? La (laughs) Sotagerie. Hallelujah. Amen. Philip, what is a witch in Africans? Yeah? What? Uh A hexy. Yeah, you see? (laughs) Zulu Mtagat. Hallelujah. All of them. The the Bible, Brother Ramsey, the, the word of God will defeat Satan anywhere, anytime, under any condition. <laughs> Amen. Hey, hallelujah. Ah, we've got the boldness this morning. Hallelujah. 
You know, you, you can even eat food that are poison and not be poisoned. <laughs> Hallelujah. That, that is the power of the gospel. Amen. Are you still with me? We are going to speak on demons, folks. It's a quite a serious business. And as I indicated, the main purpose is not to scare you in any way, but is to make you vigilant and know that God is God despite whatever demonic activity that may be there. Amen. Oh. Maybe let me start this way. A demon is supposed to be cast out. A demon has got to be cast out. And how do you cast out a demon? Uh, A lot of times when we see people casting out a demon, some preachers, you would even see them becoming violent even wanting to kick a poor person, taking a poor person that they are casting out a demon. That is not how a demon is cast out. Remember, a demon has got intelligence, has got the capacity to recognize. Are you with me? And a demon knows a chancer and can identify, differentiate a chancer from somebody that means business. A demon recognizes authority. Let me put it this way. Every demon is a fallen angel that never kept their first estate. Hear me out. Even if it is impossible, but hypothetically, even if it were, even if a demon was to be restored back to his original place, he still has no power over the Son of God. Amen. Because why? An angel is a servant, but a son is connected with the Father. Amen. Are you with me? So if an angel in his position is not your equal, how much more a demon in a fallen state? That means he has, he has fallen further down. Are you with me? Now, let's put it this way. Firstly, I, I have heard people trying to cast out demons, and I will tell you what I believe in casting out demons. I don't believe in shouting over a demon. I don't believe in drowning a demon with an oil. Uh, I, I don't believe in such. I believe that if when, for you to cast out a demon, you've got to find a person that a demon inhabits or habitates, the dead person that is possessed by a demon to acknowledge Jesus Christ as their personal savior. And furthermore, if needs be, if they are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, 
and you get them to believe, that demonic activity loses a grip over them. Are, are you with me? You want me to read a quotation? Brother Brahm says in the message, the deep calleth to the deep, paragraph 48. He says that's the same thing we have to do here. If, if there is an unconfessed sin or something or some out of the will of God, you could anoint them all night long and cry and scream and do all you wish. That demon will stay right there. He has a right. That's what you have to watch. So, the first thing that you've got to do is to strip a demon of a right to indwell a person. Are you with me? I hope we are together. Now, Brother Brenham, a lot of times when he preached, and anyone that is a minister would know that when you stand behind the pulpit and you preach to the people, sometimes you, you encounter demons. Amen. Yes, that's why you've got to know what you are talking about. Are we together? Now, in this message, Brother Brenham says in this message, the supernatural, he says, the next... The next night is standing in the building there where the Holy Spirit, remember, maybe just to give you a background story, Brother Branham was in Germany. They had a tent meeting where he was preaching. And as he was having that tent meeting, Brother Branham says, there were 45 wishes. He says 15 at each corner. And they were calling a storm and from time to time, the tent will be suspended in the air. Are you with me? Yes. Brother Roman says, he, he says, the next night, standing there in the building there, where the Holy Spirit is moving, I couldn't even call the German names to the people in the audience and I had to spell it out and tell them. They saw me waking. There sat a medium sitting over there with his eye cast on me. He said, I will come down and said, I will make him to know. He told them that day that he will call, I will call a storm out of the skies. And he said, I will cause it to tear that place down. And the thunder was roaring and the lightning flashing as hard as it could. And he came and he made his threat written out. That didn't matter to me what he said. When I saw the storms coming and people getting nervous, one constant roar of lightning after the other, one like that. I looked around, I saw where he was sitting. I said, you child of David, you may be able to perform miracles. That's right. And I've exposed you here. The Bible said, as Jambres and Janice and Jambres withstood Moses, so will this, the Antichrist, have him power to perform miracles. But you are afraid to touch the supernatural God. I said, because you've done this, you will pay for it. They packed him out that night as a cripple while we were there and the storm was going on. I just continued with my message. I kept calling to God in my heart. After a while, in about 10 minutes, the storm cleared away and they began, she began to shine out really pretty. The people got into the atmosphere where they saw the glory of God begin to move. Amen. Hallelujah. 
So Brother Branham was not intimidated by these wishes. He knew who he was scripturally. And in one message he said, I set the three highways of the Bible. And I said to the interpreter, don't interpret. And in no time, the storms are cleared. Are we together? So I'm demonstrating to you that when this message, when you are a message believer, and you come have an encounter with a demonic attack, you need not to be afraid in any way. Hallelujah. You need not to be jittery in any way. Brother, it says, breathe the holy name of Jesus in prayer. It brings every demonic activity under subjection. Are you with me? And you know, you know, there's a there's a plane in America that cannot be detected by a radar screen. So that means when you when they fight the battle and they fly into an airspace with that plane, the enemy's camp cannot detect that plane in the airspace because it cannot be detected by the radar. A Christian can never be detected by the radar of Satan. Hallelujah. In our airspace, the devil can never reach that atmosphere. Are you here with? And, and if you are afraid of demons and afraid of Satan, you are tuning in on the wrong channel. Hallelujah. You need to change the frequency and move from low frequency to a higher frequency. Then you will see that no demons will be able to reach you. And furthermore, a, a believer is never a victim of bad luck. No, 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 no. We are the subject of God's blessings. And no one can curse you because God has already blessed you. Hallelujah. And the God's blessing upon your life will never be reversed by any demonic activity. That's why if people hate you, you're going to go forward. If people try to sabotage you, you're going to go forward. You were meant to go forward because you've got God's backing. And that God's backing will clear away wherever there is a blockage. Are you with me? Amen. Brother Brenham says, in the message, the early spiritual experiences, he says, paragraph 7, he says, when demons have met me, I've spoken to them, not just mythical. Some people think that a demon is a myth, or a makeup, or think, or feel, or their power. I mean, talk face to face as I did with you. I've tried this to be sure. I've had to stand there and look out now. I don't mean that some person that possessed with a demon, I mean the form, an outline of a demon standing there like a dark shadow. And it would threaten me and I would say, you are wrong. You know you are wrong for it's written. And he would stand there and I would say, answer me. He wouldn't answer me. That means Brahman speaks about an encounter with a demon, not in a possessed person, but as a spirit that has got a form. And he says, I will speak to it, and it will not answer. And he says, he wouldn't do it. And I will call him all kinds of names. But whenever you name Jesus Christ, he'll have to answer. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are going to come into, remember, a demon, it's a form. And Brother Brenham will, will... How many have watched horror movies? I hope you're not watching them anymore. How many have watched horror movies? 
Horror movies is because people tap into a spirit world. How do you come up with a dragon? Hallelujah. It's because somebody looked into the spirit world and come up with it. That's why you parents that normally just allow your children to play video games and say, ah, it's just a toy. You do, in this day and age, you don't think that the devil has already infiltrated toys. In this day and age, you don't think the devil has infiltrated cartoons. In this day, you don't believe that the devil has infiltrated games. Are you with me? I'm, I've seen somebody that is in, in, in the secular world saying to the parents and say, before you buy your children the games, you watch out the games because some of the languages on the game, it is unholy. Amen. Even right now as we speak, there are some homosexual gays. Cartoons, cartoons rather. A homosexual cartoon. Why? It's to, con- it's to condition your child to accept that uh, spirit of homosexuality. Remember, if you are slumbering and say, ah, they are still here, Satan is not saying they are still here. And I'm not driving you to be superstitious. I'm just thinking that as a believer, you've got to be vigilant. Hallelujah. To know that everything is attached to the spirit world. I'm not trying to make you superstitious in any way. It has been proven by psychologists that children that participate in games that are violent, later on they become violent themselves. How did that demon of violence come upon them? It's because of the games that they've been playing. Are you with me, people? Uh, I hope we... Can I get an amen from parents? Uh, hallelujah. Are you aware of these things? Do, do, you, do you think... I mean, what the children are doing in schools today, do you think the children, they just woke up and became very violent and started killing... I mean, teachers are afraid of children. Why are they afraid of the children? What spirit has embodied the children? It's a demonic spirit. And where is that demonic spirit coming from? From games that they were playing with. Sunday school is opening next week, Sunday. If you are a responsible parent, you would want your child to be in the Sunday school. I'll repeat that. You cannot be a parent and not want your child to be in the Sunday school to get to know the principles of Christianity, to know that there is a Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, down the line, what they are taught in Sunday school will catch up with them. But if you are just just, uh, casual about it, what is going to happen? You are killing your own child. And schools are dangerous, folks. I've never had, I've never had even one teacher saying to a group of grade three or grade four, telling them that, you see, I'm a man, I'm going to get married to a woman, and we're going to have a family. No. All the obsess is to teach the lesson. But homosexual teachers, they're the first one to introduce even sex to your children. Are you with me? And uh, sometimes we just need to have Christian in Zimbabwe. They had a, a, a headmaster that is homosexual, and he wanted to introduce the homosexual to the students. The parents were up in arms. They actually were there 
invaded the school and say he needs to be fired today. And as surely as it is, he was fired. But guess what was the next final destination? He came to South Africa. Because we have come, become a dumping ground. Your celebrities, they want to be Americans. Taken after American life, admiring American demons. Hallelujah. Are you we still with me? But we need to message believers that are quite awake. Amen. Now, Brother Brenham says <clears throat> in the message demonology, paragraph 14, he says, Friends, they are just as real as you are real. I see them many times when they leave the platform. I've seen them leave right from this platform here. I see them, some of them, in a shape of bats, looking like long hairs hanging on their legs. But an epileptic demon looks like a tortoise with round legs, hanging up like that. But usually a demon of oppression, which is depression, seems to be like a cloud form, like a wave. It makes a real funny sound when, it's, when you are in that other dimension to see a spirit. And this demon of oppression that is in a cloud form, in the end time, it is dominating, it is destroying children I mean, you look at what is happening, just uh, Vets University alone. How many students jumped off the building to kill themselves? What happened? They were, they were possessed by that spirit. Amen. Not only Vets, you, 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 University of Pretoria in the last month, four students jumped off the building. Not only that, at Discovery Center, somebody jumped off the building. What makes the people to jump off the building? Brother Mim says it's a neuritic age. Amen. The remedy is not a psychology. The remedy is the word of God. Amen. People are overwhelmed. Men, are you here? 450 men commit suicide daily in South Africa. 450 men commit suicide daily in South Africa. What is happening? It's a neuritic age. The reason you have come to church is because the great physician must be able to examine you and immunize you from any demonic activity. And I know what I'm talking about because a lot of times I've seen Satan being in this church where the devil was interrupted because he wanted to send somebody to a premature grave through the spirit of suicide. Let me tell you something. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what challenges you've got, but I want to tell you, Things that are greater lie ahead. It may look gloomy now. It may look discouraging. But hang on there. At the right time, there will be a breaking of a new day. Are you here, people? You cannot, you cannot give up in any way, folks. God is on your side. Angels are on your side. The weight is on your side. You take sides with Jesus. Are you here? And I, I want to prophesy or speak over this church. No one shall commit suicide. I don't care what is happening. We come against that spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, we've got power to address these things. Are you here? Men in this church will never commit suicide. Yes, it will be harder. 
Yes, they will be overwhelmed, but I want to tell you, there is enough power to recharge them. When they think that there is no way they want to give up, there will be a power released through the supernatural channel to recharge them and move them forward. Are you here, people? And even sister says, well, no sister will commit suicide. Oh, yes, you've got to believe that. We come against that spirit. No young person will commit suicide. Oh, people, who's got more authority? In, is it an angel in heaven or an angel behind the pulpit? I am stamping authority right now. Our children will never commit suicide. Hallelujah. Why? We can make a decree. We can... Marriages are falling. Our marriages will not fall. They may look like they are under strain, but God will rise and take sides with us. Folks, we are not going to fold our arms and look down and say, Satan is going to have a field day. No, say, you've got the authority. Whatever you bind here shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you set free here shall be set free in heaven. Heaven is looking at you. And right now we say, anything that is undesirable, any element that is of demonic activity, in the name of Jesus Christ, we as the bride of Jesus Christ, bring it under our subjection. And heaven, you need to follow suit. I don't know. I don't know what struggles you suffer from. But you came to church in this chilly weather so that the man of God must tell you that there is a remedy. There is still balm in Jerusalem. There is still a remedy in Jerusalem. The name of Jesus Christ it has got power. No demon can never stand in a presence where the name of Jesus Christ is declared and pronounced by believers. I want you to be in unison. You were saying, say, be in unity. We, and we're not going to be scared. Satan showing us this and say, no, we are not going to be scared. Statistics are for wealthy people. We are not going to be part of their statistics. Hallelujah. Even crime is not going to affect us. I said even crime will never affect us. I don't care how many women are raped. Sisters of God shall never be raped. I said it. Heaven is listening to that. We will live in an evil world, but not be affected by the evil world. I repeat that. We were going to live in this evil world, but we are not going to be affected by the evil world. They will break into our houses, but they will never touch us. Hallelujah. Why? Because we are the daughters and the sons of God. You do know that Satan needs an authority before he touches you. He needs to get the papers and parameters of his attack. That, hey, man, you can attack but until this far. If you go beyond that, I will take you on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Attack his body is fine. Attack his faith is fine. Attack his children is fine. Attack his marriage is fine. But the soul, the soul, because it's a part of God. Don't touch it because you'll be touching me. Hallelujah. He can make us sing, but he will never touch our soul. 
We are heaven bound. Hallelujah. Are you not rejoicing? To know that there is a part within you that Satan shall never touch. The mystery of the inner space. Confronting the mystery of the outer space. Hallelujah. In the outer space, David and God are speaking. But in the inner space, Abraham, oh, hallelujah. God is not a responsible God. He's not an irresponsible God. He says, go. But he, when the devil was running there, the God overtook the devil and went to hide in the soul of Job. Hate himself in the, in the soul of Job. When things were raging, there were days when Job said, no, I need to give up. But he didn't know. He just felt good. Hallelujah. It was God moving in his soul. Encouraging Job. Hallelujah. And say, Job, hang on. We are together in this. This is not our battle. It's the Lord's battle. Until demon after demon, until demon after demon. And he was there on the edge hips. And the devil said, I finished with Job. But when he was there, discouraged. And he wanted to give up. A vision broke out. A vision broke out. Job, who had, who, had, who had sores all over the boy, he began to rise and say, I know it. I know it. I know. Do you know that you know it? I know it. I know it. That even though the skin worms may destroy this body, but yet, in my flesh, I shall see the Lord. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter what is falling apart. You can say, devil, I know and I know it. I know, I know it that when all has fallen apart, my redeemer liveth. My redeemer liveth. And I shall see him. Hallelujah. Satan is in trouble this morning. Hallelujah. Satan is in trouble this morning. Amen. Amen. So these demons, they come in forms. Epileptic demon, it is a stubborn demon. Very stubborn. Folks, they have just given them nice names. But it's a demon. They may say sugar diabetes, cancer. They may say high blood pressure. Brother Mutab would know every day they are coming up with a new name for a new devil. That is the responsibility of the medical science. Hallelujah. Before I came, when I was young, there is a, there is a phobia. I forgot the name of the phobia. I'm the kind of a person, I was the kind of person, if I hear about a disease, the same night I'll be suffering from that disease. That's the kind of phobia that I had. And I would be curious, how do you know that you've got it? And then when they explain the symptoms, at night, well alone, then I begin to develop symptoms that, that means I'm dying. <laughs> Why? That's how the devil casts the demons upon us. If the devil can make you fearful, he has finished with you. Awesome. And this morning, don't fear anything. Ah. 
Don't fear anything. Uh, are you together? You must not fear anything. That's why when angels come to the church, they say, fear not, little flock. Hallelujah. How many here had ever had a fear of a specific medical condition? And you thought, goodness. And how many by now thought they would have long died? Me, I think I died many a times. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I'm glad that once I got hold of the message. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I knew that Satan, you stand no chance. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. When we were still young, we used to love movies. And there was a character that we really loved as youngsters called Sosnega. All we loved about Sosnega is that in every movie he will say, I'll be back. <laughs> Whether it's Terminator 1, Terminator 2, he'll say, I'll be back. Hallelujah. No matter what, he will say, I'll be back. Then I realized that goodness, that phrase is very inspirational. Because no matter what Satan does, I look him in the eye and say, I'll be back. <laughs> Hallelujah. They wheel you into your hospital. You look at the devil and say, I will be back. Hallelujah. They bury you in the ground. You say, devil, I will be back. There is nothing that will stop a believer from saying, I will be back. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, he says in this message, the waters of separation. Paragraph 7. He says, Many times in dealing with spiritual things, you see them when they move out. Someone was just asking here not long ago. I was in Calgary, Canada. And a boy came in and they had him in the straight jacket. Listen to this case study, believers. They had him in a straight jacket. They came in the back of the room and he was kissing and carrying on. I never had such in my life. The father was trying to hold him and when he got on the inside, he looked over to me and said, William Brenham, you haven't got nothing to do with me. Oh, that father looked up and said, he doesn't even know his name. He doesn't even know his own name. How he knew your name. Why? That demon knew that it was the prophet of God. That's why the demons have got their recognition capability. He could not know his name, but he knew that right now. You remember when that demon, when they saw that Jesus was about to cast them out, they say, Are you have who come to cast us because considering that it's not yet the end time. They can know. And let me tell, in a demon, you remember those that wanted to, those brothers that thought, ah, we have fasted, we have prayed, let's go and sort out that demon. And they went there. <laughs> and that demon stripped them naked. It was, uh, it says, brothers, Paul I knew. Jesus I know, But you, are, who are you, brothers? <laughs> Hallelujah. You are not going to scare the demon by fasting. You are not going to scare the demon by hollering Jesus. There's got to be a life behind that hollering of a name. The demon recognizes the life of holiness. 
You know why we want to keep the church clean? It's not because we hate you, brothers. It's not because we hate you, sister. We want to create an atmosphere of power, of holiness, that even a demon cannot thrive in. Amen. Ah, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But brothers, you, who are you? Amen. Now, I was standing off a great distance from him. Oh, how he was cursing me and carrying on. He said, you ain't got nothing to do with me. I asked the audience if they would just be reverent. Folks, I've seen it many a times. A brother says, shall we bow our heads? People, I don't know. I don't know. You, do you think we're going to pull a stand? You need to be careful of something when you look around. When we say you bow your head and you close your eyes, you need to be reverent because something is going on. Uh, are you still with me? And even you, sisters, the reason we have put the speakers and the reason sisters insisted that we need a speaker in the baby room, I hope, is it still working? The reason we've got it there is because we want that to be part of the service. So that if a demon comes out of this sanctuary angry, because it rooms around, and if it finds you with your child out there in the car, busy eating noodles, then not long, your child later on gives you problems. Are we together? We want that place to be part of the service as much as this place is the service. Are we together? So that this area, we declare it to be a, a, a no-fly zone for demons. If the sisters go there, they're still part of the church there. Are you still with me? Amen. Now, he says, oh, how he was cursing me and carrying on. He said, you haven't got nothing to do with me. I asked the audience if they would just be reverent. The ashes come to take him out. Just then, I seen the Holy Spirit move out. The angel of the Lord said, now bring him here just a minute. I don't know, brothers. Are we winning today? Amen. Now, he says, now bring him here just a minute. When they went to bring him, he started kicking and frothing and biting. He was in a straight jacket and they brought him up close. Then when the vision came and told me what it was, a sin that had been committed by his father, that's what caused the child to be in that condition. The father fell down and repented. When that evil spirit went from that boy, here, a father brings the boy. He's busy frothing, shouting, cursing, and they bring him to the prophet. You'd think that maybe the problem is with the child, but it's because the father had an unconfessed sin. As soon as the father confessed the sin, the demon left the boy. Some of demons habitate our children because of the behavior of parents. 
Some demons habitate the church because of the behavior of pastors. When that evil spirit, listen, when that evil spirit went out of that boy, thousand times, thousands of people in the stampede grounds there last night looked like a great big spider in a black shadow floating around. It was really quiet. It went, uh, it went out around that place and through the building and went away. Do you hear that? Imagine if it goes around that building and find a rebellious believer out there. I think Brother Mtlai was preaching about uh, something the other time where some people were very disobedient when Brother Mtlai say, close your eyes, bow our heads, and they refused. And Brother Mtlai says, the demon left there and they fell, fell there at their back. You've got to... A sister... You go and check it in the quotations. Brother says, shall we bow our heads? And when they bowed the, their heads, she refused. The demon left the podium, got into her, she lost her mind. She married her four times without knowing that she was getting married to different men. Until later, she was brought before the Brother Brenham and a vision showed Brother Brenham what happened a couple of years back. It says around about four years back, that's exactly what happened. And we're not saying this to scare you. We just want you to be responsible. To know that when you come into the service, you come into a spiritual environment that has got a spiritual implications. Are you with me? Now it says many times you see them in different forms. Here recently, I seen one coming from a woman that looked like a bed with great hairs hanging under its legs, so forth, its wings come right straight up. They are evil spirit. Many times it's someone looking ever so beautiful on the outside. Only if you could look on the inside and see what it is, the spirit that dominates them. Are you here, brothers? Do you hear, brothers? Many times looking very beautiful on the outside. But inside, it's a dark-looking, big, dark bed. And you say, oh, you look gorgeous. <laughs> Only if you had the prophetic optics to look beyond that uh, radiant skin. Are ah, you here? In French, we say femme fatale. Yeah, yes. We will translate it to you. An absolutely beautiful, dangerous woman. Appealing to the eye, but will send you to the grave earlier. Amen. Are you still with me? And these days it's very easy to know. Okay, let me not go there. It's very easy even to know when something is not genuine. The pastor was preaching to us the other time. A young man met a young woman and they went somewhere and later they went to a hotel. When they got to the hotel, the woman took out fake air lashes. Hallelujah. Took out the wig. Took out the false 
breast, took out a false leg, and drilled the man say, hey, to her <laughs> Meaning, this person is just being finished up before me. Amen. But when when he saw her at a nightclub, he said, goodness, wow. Not knowing that when they get there, half of the things that she, he admired are not going to be there. Brothers, have a thinking man's felt her. They look outside, beautiful outside, but inside, demonic activity. Uh, you hear? Even you sisters, be vigilant. You know, I'm, I'm amazed. They, I, I saw a picture of a man that was wearing a suit. And this suit, it looked like a, a leather, a skinny, a, a snake. It resembled a snake. It had a color of a snake. And the caption was, finally they found the guy that misled Eve. I said, unbelievers know what happened in the Garden of Eden while pastors are struggling with that. When the serpent came, he was not crawling. He spoke very well. With a very good tone. Handsome. Today, if the serpent was, if they were using the language of today, Eve would have tweeted to me, put it on Twitter and say, a hung man. She look, he looked, brother and say he was even more handsome than Ada. Well dressed, tailor made suit, talking nicely until the sister fell. And you sisters, if you say you're going to handle Satan and say, I just want to see how it goes, you're going to find yourself very much wanting. Do you know, brother Bram say a sister went out with a boy? And said, I, you know, I don't need much. I'm just going to go out and drink only Coke. When they are out there, these boys, because they are serpent-inspired, he took, he spiked the drink of the young girl. All it takes is just for you to take two minutes to go to the bathroom. By the time you come back, you drink. You don't know what happened. And the young girl said to Brother Branham, I was a good girl. I was raised in a Christian family. But look what happened now. Brother says, for as long as you live, this cow will remain with you. Stay, shun the appearance of evil. And today you've got girls. Do you know that in South Africa we've got human trafficking? And who traffic people? It's not men that are selling women. It's fellow women selling their fellow women. Girls are selling girls. Amen. And if you continue to deny when we say, if you keep bad company, you are out of the will of God. One day you will wake up in Indonesia and not know how you got there. Amen. And we've got to, we've got to be careful as well. Social media very dangerous. If you don't use it responsibly, very dangerous. The police, they just uh, caught a big man. Big man. 
and they intercepted him while he was going to visit a school-going child in primary. In primary, what happened? They had met on the online, began to talk. Parents think that she's sleeping there while she's talking to the whole world. They arranged. The man was there. For some reason, I don't know how the mom managed to access the details. Then they set up a trap and caught this man. And it was not in South Africa, it was in Britain. So sometimes we've got to track these things on our children. Are we still with me? Amen. Only blind people go on a blind date. Amen. We need people that are awake, that can look and have discernment. Amen. Are you still with me? Now, we're going to finish up now, now. So Brother Rum speaks about all of them in what shape they come up on the platform. He says they are real. You talk to them face to face and they're able to respond to you back. Are we together? Yes. So I'm just going to paraphrase. We are in this realm. Do you know how many demons have been released to delay the rapture? 200 million demons have been deployed to make you as a believer weak. But I'm glad that if the enemy comes like a flood, God raises the standard. If there are, two, there are 200 million demons that are upon the face of the earth, but I believe that this time God himself has come down upon the face of the earth to take sides with a believer, to fight the battles for a believer. Are we together? So all this is happening here influenced by here. And that is why, brothers, you would know, Brother Brenham in this generation, he had to have in his car, he had to have a, a, a cross. He says, every time I drove down the road and I saw a half-naked woman, I would quickly turn and look at the cross. France was considered to have the highest accidents of men that are well, they are driving, they are looking at women, and they had more vehicle crashes. Are you with me? It takes, it takes a holy veil in this generation for a man to look at something that is filthy and to be able to turn. There must be something in the soul. That means that the God, Brother Graham says now, the throne of God is now in the heart of the believer. Why? The whole power has got to be in you to be able to withstand the challenges of this hour. Are we together? You're not going to survive by intellect. You're not going to survive by being cautious. You're going to be survived because of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Do you remember at J.C. Penny uh, Mall? Brother Brandman, when he was there, because he had gone into the region of the lost when he was still young, and he says, 40 years later, I was in that mall. When I was in that mall, as they, I was sitting there waiting for Sister Mira to finish shopping, and women were coming up the escalator, and it says it was exactly what I saw 40 years ago 
when I was a young man. It says, that made my stomach to turn. Brother Branham utters this statement, hell is upon the face of the earth. So why? It means that there is no demon that is relaxing. Every demon has gone into an overdrive. And similarly, there is no angel that is sleeping. Angels have gone on the overdrive. It means you as a believer, you must not slumber. You must go into an overdrive. How are we together? That means you need to listen to the tapes. You need to listen to come to church. All these things, you've got to do them because why? You cannot afford to be overrun by the enemy today. Are you with me? Now, all these demons, Brother Brum says they've got different names. Some we call them nervousness. Some we call them cancer. Some we call them diabetes. And when a demon is cast out, make sure that there is something to fill the vacuum. Because it just goes around, begins to come and check. If they found that it is vacancy, it phones other tenants. And they come, seven of them, and then you become worse off. Amen. Give us another joyful. Brothers Boo the other time rang me and said, I'm, I'm in the mood for hymns these days. Hallelujah. These are good Westland songs. They sang them with some oomph, without the fullness of the weight. How much more about? Do we have another Zulu Westland song? You know, the other time I was telling somebody, I say, denominations, they just stole our good titles. Because we are the Baptists. We are the Assemblies of God. We are the Zionists. Oh, so others are amazed. <laughs> Hallelujah. All those titles that you see, it's our titles. They just made denominations out of it. We are Baptists because we baptize people. We are assemblies because we are assembled together. Hallelujah. We are faith mission because we are on the mission of faith. Hallelujah. Even the word Catholic, it means universal. We are the universal body of Jesus Christ. Satan is a copycat. He stole our things. Amen. Jehovah witness. Hallelujah. We are the Jehovah, real Jehovah witness. Hallelujah. Is there another one? Is there another one that we are? We are oneness. Unity in faith. One God, one faith. One bab- Is there another one? Church of Christ. Is there another one? We are Zionists. We are, we are people that are based on apostolic faith. We are apostles. Is there another one that we are missing? Eh? We, are, we are Zionists. <laughs> Hallelujah. I was scared, Brother, Fale, uh, Brother Philip, that you were going to say we are on Enchia. I said, no, 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 no. Because they they here and then next. Enchia, we are not giving anything. <laughs> Amen. Come up with it. We're going to rejoice. When the, you know, when the ark came back into the camp, People rejoiced. I think, sisters, you would prefer us dancing in the church sober than to dance with some Jezebel in some dark corner. Isn't it so? Drunk in the spirit and drunk with cider. Uh, we together. So when your husband dances, don't go home and say, hey, you know, all eyes were on you. 
Hey brother, feel my fuckers. You dance. You must never. You just a sister. Hold on. The last time a woman encouraged a man, discouraged a man to dance, there was a problem in the family. You remember when David danced, the wife said, "Ah, I thought we had swag. Well, where are we dancing like that? Amen. Uh, you've got something for us. Amen."
Amen. If you want to know what joy is, you must go and look when the first plane landed in Israel. I think it is 1945 when they returned back to the land of Israel. You look how the Jews were returning, were happy to return back to their homeland. How they rejoiced. You know, me when I get to heaven, brother, as a gift, I don't know, there will be different nationalities, different assemblies from different regions. But I want to listen a bit. Listen a bit. And where that noise corner is, I will know that they are saying, I in that corner. Because, Brother Brum, so when you get there, when you hear them coming, sing Amazing Grace, look for the old Brother Branham. But me, when you get there and you hear them uh, uh, singing our whole cry, look for me, I'll be in that corner. Amen. Amen. Another brother phoned me and said, Hey, when we get to heaven, Emalasling Assembly must give a special song item. I say, Sure as it is, I'll make sure that they are on the program. Amen. I've seen people trying to sing that they are rejoicing. You look at the person, you even feel depressed. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you see these brothers are like this, it's because they rejoice. And it is a genuine worship. You see. Hallelujah. Brother Bram said, I saw another old lady. She was busy dancing and dancing. Brother Brenham says, I stood there as a gentleman, looked at that lady, and I said, does she think that this is a tavern? Brother Brenham said, not long. I found myself dancing behind that woman. Joy is contagious. That's why I make sure that in church you sit next to somebody that recharges you. Not when you dance, he says, you hey, you're stepping on my shoe. Amen. Is there another one that we can sing and rejoice before we leave the place? There's another one. Oh, yes. Ah, our song. Amen. Ah, this one, when we see it, there's no demon that can stand before us. Ah, this one, when we sing it, we are so dangerous. We, even the devil knows that if they sing that one, there is trouble. Amen. Give us that one. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. How many say he deserves our hand praise? How many are like me that after Sunday you can't wait for the next Sunday? I, 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 there are times where I feel like I can just send you WhatsApp and say, ah, Sunday is for let's meet on Thursday. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's how much we enjoy when we are together. Let this sweet spirit always reign. Sister, our sisters are talking to each other. Our brothers, they don't look at each other with the corner of the eye. We are just at peace. Um, let's keep it that way. That love reigns among ourselves. Amen. You know, there's a song that you sang the other time. Iti Wala Umusa. Amen. We are working towards closing with a word of prayer. How many have rejoiced to be in the house of the Lord? How many are glad that they defied the weather condition? Amen. I was glad when they say, let us go to the house of the Lord. Amen. Brother Grace has just been involved in an accident. It was almost fatal. Just send him a message of encouragement, phone him, rally around him. And with his wife, Satan made an attempt, but God was gracious. Amen. Amen. Let's sing it. Amen.
to God. If you have any needs, you'll raise, indicate by raising your hand. God will respond to your need. Amen.
by their fellows. Rest beyond the river. Near the cross, I'll watch and wait. How many will watch and wait? Till I reach the golden strength. All over the building, in the crowd. Father, Lord, we approach your throne of mercy this afternoon. Father, we are a witness, O God, that you have spoken unto us, O Lord. We are living in the days that are so evil, O Father. We really need to know our enemy, O God. And Father, we are fighting wars, O Lord Jesus. Some of these wars are spiritual wars, O God. And there are demons, O Father, that come, O Lord. And the prophet, Father, has taught us about them, O God. He saw them, O oh Father. He spoke to them, O oh God. Lord Jesus, today you are coming, O oh God, because we need, O oh Father, God, the same awareness, O oh Lord. We need, O oh Father, God, the same strength, O oh God, to challenge, O oh Father, God, our enemy, O oh God, so. to address that which we know, O oh Father. Oh, my God and my Lord. 
Father, we thank you this afternoon, O oh Lord Jesus, Amen. for Father God coming unto us, O oh Lord, in such a special way, O oh Lord. Yes. Father, in your presence, O oh God, there is nothing that is impossible, O oh God. In your presence, O oh Father, we don't need to scream, O oh God. We need to have faith, O oh Lord Jesus. And we need, Father God, to approach the enemy, look him in the face, O oh Father God, and tell him what he is, O oh Lord. And O oh God, Father, we humbly, O oh God, approach your throne of mercy, O oh Father. We speak into different conditions, O oh Father, that have held your children, O oh God. Some of them, their hands are up, O oh Father. There is a reason, O oh God, why that hand is up, O oh Father. There is a request in different hearts, O oh Father. And Lord, in this atmosphere where everything is possible, Father, we look the devil in the eyes, O oh God, and tell him, O oh Father God, to lift his dirty hands out of your children, O oh God. Set them free, O oh Father, for free we are indeed, O oh God. Because we left our nationalities, O oh Father.